Bugs, 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 bugs. Let's talk about books, baby. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about books, baby. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about books, baby. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about books, baby. Hello and welcome to Let's Talk About Books, baby. That is Lindsay. And that's Kayla. And this month, guys, we are talking about the classics. We are getting cozy with the classics, guys. (gasps) This is, honestly, I think this was the perfect time. This is the perfect time of the year to catch up on, well, I wouldn't even say catch up because I feel like I've read a lot of these. Oh, yeah. And at this point, it's like, I just want to reread and appreciate it as an adult. Oh, yeah. But, like, this is the time to read classics. Oh, for sure. It's cold outside. Not here in San Diego, but it's cold outside. (laughs) We want to get comfy, cozy, you know, put a fire in the fireplace, you know, cup of tea and read a good, solid book. Oh, yeah. Read a good classic. I mean, really bring it back. I mean, isn't that kind of how December always feels? I mean, it's not like it's not like you're constantly listening to like the newest music, the newest Christmas music. No, you're going to put on the classics and you're going to hold the classics in your hands. Now, what classics do you guys think we're going to be talking about this month? We are going to be doing the ABCs. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. It's going to be Austin. Bronte and Christy. So today's the seventh, and we are giving you guys an overview. We are super excited to kind of just talk about classics in general because I feel like they shape a lot of um, just readers in general. Kind of the the classics that you read as a child mm-hmm. kind of shapes you. Um, on the fourteenth, we'll be talking about Jane Austen. Oh my God, Pride and Prejudice, Emma, Sense and Sensibility, Persuasion. I'm really excited. <gasps> um. And then on the fourth, I'm sorry, on the 21st, we are going to be talking about the Bronte sisters. Oh my God. I'm, I'll be honest. I haven't read, I read Jane Eyre, but I haven't read any other Bronte books. That's okay. I'm, I'm gonna read Jane Eyre. Yeah. Cause like, that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, super <laughs> like, excited. Um, and then on the 28th, we're going to be talking about Agatha Christie to wrap up the year. I really am. What a way to wrap up the year. Yeah. Like with a mystery. Yep. Agatha Christie was the queen of mysteries. And guess what? We don't know what next year is going to be like. That's true. It's a mystery. Next year is a mystery. So we're going to end the year with a mystery. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited. So you were listing some Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, I have read, I think I've read most Austin. Honestly, I can't remember because I read when I was like 11 or 12. Oh, my God. And so I can't even remember if I've read them all or not. And it's just been a shit long time she's a prodigy yeah so um i meant you're a prodigy oh, me? oh. <laughs> yeah. i'm like what you are you read, talking about you, you read austin when you were 11 or 12 oh, yeah, my like 11 god or 12. yeah um and so i'm really excited to kind of dig back in i think i'm gonna focus on i want to reread pride and prejudice and i want to reread sense and sensibility so uh-huh. i think those are the two that i'm gonna focus on this month i want to focus on pride and prejudice and emma, emma i mean yeah. like i mean to think of Austin, like to think of Jane Austen in general, like we, so many movies mm-hmm. and books mm-hmm. come from Jane Austen. That's so true. I know. We were just talking about Clueless. Clueless from Emma. Right. Uh, Bride and Prejudice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's just, there's also so many retellings oh, yeah. um, of 
the of Jane Austen and honestly just classics in general. I love it when we get some retellings, you know, like oh, yeah. we're talking about Shakespeare. The Taming of the Shrew is 10 Things I Hate About yeah. You. You know, there's I just really like it when we get retellings in either books or movies. If yeah. It's, if it's a if it's a retell in either way. It, it truly allows you to like to like sometimes okay, and I'm not one of these people necessarily, but sometimes this does help when you see things in a modern, Mm -hmm. with a modern twist. It really does allow you to understand like, oh, wait a minute. That's what they were talking about. Oh, that's the kind of relationship they had. And I think it's, it's, it doesn't hurt. It it really doesn't hurt. I think it enhances the experience of the classic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and Austin in general, like, I mean, we, one of our first books that we discussed was me and Mr. Darcy. Yes. You know? Yeah. Me and Mr. Darcy. And then you have the Jane Austen Book Club. Yeah. And, you know, in terms of, like, shows and movies, what was that one called? Bride and Prejudice? Bride and Prejudice you have- is a Bollywood version of Pride and Prejudice. Oh, it's just beautiful. Yeah. And then Love you have it. Lost in Austen. Have Lost you ever seen Austin. that? Lost in Austen. I have, yes. Oh, my God, my heart. Um, Austen is obviously – I. the reason we start wanted to start with Jane was because – I think she's probably, and I know this sounds so basic, but she is probably my favorite classic author. She is just, she's just written so many beautiful books with great characters. And it just, there's so much that just comes from it. And it's so sad to kind of talk about her life, um, which I think we'll get into more detail oh, for, sure. for, um, for next week. So I don't want to spoil too much. Although if you're here, you probably already know a lot about Austin. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we're really excited about that. The Bronte sisters. Oh, I mean, like I said, I've only read Jane Eyre. That was a long, long, long time ago. Yeah. And so I'm really excited. I want to read Wuthering Heights. Mm. And I don't know who I don't think I've never read anything by Emily Bronte. I don't I haven't either. No. Yeah. So I'm really excited to actually like get into it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. I, I think that the Bronte sisters, I mean, we have, we have Jane Austen who mm. I, um, she, this is, this is something that has been said about her is that she liked to give characters happy endings. Yeah. Um, which I so appreciate. Yes. I appreciate her so much Shout for out that. Jane. Shout out Jane. Um, but the Brontes, I feel like theirs definitely had a little bit more, um, sadness to them. Oh, they're darker. Oh, they're so much darker. Yeah, for sure. I mean, not all of their characters had happy endings. And yeah. even sometimes when they do have happy endings, it's like, um, but he's blind. <laughs> you right. know, like, yeah. like, like. <laughs> there's still a twist. There's a twist yeah. so that, so that, uh, but I, I think that there's a reason for that though. Mm. I do. I think that. They I, had a sadder life. They, they all did. They had sadder, a sadder life. But I think that in terms of the characters, the reason that they had this is because then they could appreciate what they had more. Yeah. No, that's true. And I think that that kind of translates obviously to novels now, like that are recent, not classics. Yeah. Um, yeah. Contemporary? Contem- I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Contemporary. Yeah. That's a good word. Contemporary, contemporary novels too. I have gravitated more toward not necessarily the sad books, mm-hmm. but the books that not necessarily not give a happy ending, but like, where it really makes you think. Like, the uh, characters don't always get what they want because that's not how life works out. Yeah. And so I think I'm really I'm really excited to dig into the Brontes um, because I really haven't touched them much in my life. Yeah. Well, what I will say, though, about the Brontes is that even though they don't give their characters necessarily the perfect happy ending, they do give them 
there, I think that the Brontes were not, uh, it wasn't necessarily that they were cynical, but they were like, look, we want to mirror life. Right. We want to show that life is not always perfect. It's not always fair, whatever. But I think that they still were like, but I still want to give my character something. Right. Some happy ending, even if it's just a minuscule amount. Yeah. So I think that that's, that's the thing that I just like, you know, I appreciate that. I appreciate that not everyone's not just going to die and it's going to be like, <laughs> oh, doom and despair. Yes. It's like, well, no, there's still, there's still women who I think wanted to have like, you know, oh, yeah. some kind of, some kind of happiness for their yeah. characters, you know, even if it was them learning a lesson and in the end, uh, you know, having, having a life that they could appreciate, even if it wasn't exactly what they wanted. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Yes. But with books nowadays, I'm like, oh my God, like that book had such a horribly sad ending. Yeah. I don't want it. And I'm like, I don't want that. Right. But I think that it's a little bit different when it's a classic because with the classics, I'm like, well, I'm not wearing a petticoat. So this right. couldn't be me. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Oh my God. It's um, so great. And then, yeah, to wrap up the year, like you said, with a mystery, um Agatha Christie F. the queen of mysteries I am super pumped I can't even remember I know I read a Christie book a long long time ago and I can't remember which one it they all are kind of similar they're similar you know? yeah um and so I'm really excited I don't know what one I'm gonna pick to talk about or uh-huh. if I'll read two or three I don't know of course yeah I'm pumped about it um because you know I love Nancy Drew I love mysteries um you know the the art our October month was one of my favorites. And so I think, think this kind of fits not necessarily horror or gory, but it's a mystery. It's something to keep us on our toes, Mm -hmm. keep us on the edge of our seat. Mm -hmm. A a regular whodunit. Exactly. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I, I fancy myself a writer. I want to be an author, like a real legit, like writing novels and whatnot kind of person and so there was one story that I was writing and it did have to do with a train it was not murder on the orient <laughs> express it wasn't that kind of train it was more like a subway train okay um so not like one not- where they have train cars that you sleep in and whatnot well and- some of them I'm sure you could sleep in if you stretch and far. not and not a subway sandwich not sorry. a subway sandwich the either joke, it was too late for it. <laughs> sorry, I said sorry. it. no it's okay I was like I missed my moment like, okay uh, she's just talking too damn much no it's okay <laughs> I thought it would be funny, but it's not. <laughs> but so I was sitting there, I was sitting there on this train and I was in my head, just all of a sudden the story came up yeah. that took place on a train. Yeah. And so I started taking note of the people around me and I started describing them mm-hmm. and like I was writing it down I was yeah. describing the people and I was saying basically how their part in the story would play Ooh, out. Okay, okay. And then when I went home and I told my sister-in-law this, I was like, oh yeah, like this is what I was doing. And she was like, you know, that's what Agatha Christie used to do, right? right? Like she would sit on a train and, and she would pick the people who would be in her novels. I'm right. like, oh my God, I'm Agatha Christie. Yeah. Oh, like I'm here. I'm there her. Yeah. Guys, I've, I've tried my whole life to be me. And it turns out I was Agatha Christie this whole time. This whole time. Uh, How was I supposed to know? Reincarnate. OMG. I love it. But but yeah, like, I mean, freaking, uh, okay, 
here's the thing. I will not lie to you. Have not read an Agatha Christie novel. Have yeah. not. Um, I've, I tend to go more contemporary with oh, books anyways. I think cla- that's why we pick classics for this month is because we don't prioritize them. Oh, no. In any way. Yeah. Oh, never. So, so it was very important for me to sneak an Agatha Christie in there because just – Murder on the Orient Express or Deal by Innocence. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, like, so and good. and if anyone has Amazon Prime, there is a show, uh, Ordeal by Innocence on there. And oh my god, guys, Bill Nye's in it. Bill Nye's in it. Um, Matthew Moore. Okay. Uh, who was in? If any of you guys have seen, what the? I have no leap idea. year. Leap year. The movie Leap Year oh, yeah, with Amy yeah, Adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays he plays her love interest mm-hmm. in that one. The woman who plays Demelza from Poldark, she's yep. in it as well. Okay. I mean, oh my god, it has great cast, amazing cast. Yeah, like the woman. Do you remember what a girl wants with Amanda Bynes yeah. and the late Kelly Preston, R.I.P. Um, the woman who plays the stepmom. Yeah. She's in it. Well, she's in the uh, BBC version of Pride and Prejudice. Shut your mouth. Yeah. She? The 95 version. I can't remember. I haven't seen it. Oh my gosh. She's probably someone evil. She always, has, she has this face. Yeah. I, 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 I don't trust Caroline her. Caroline Bingley. Shut up. She's wait. Caroline Bingley? No, no, no. Wait. Don't quote me on this. I won't. Yeah, she's Caroline Bingley. Shut up. Anna Chancellor. Oh my God. Can I have a, can I see a picture of her as Caroline? Mm. Oh my god, she looks devilish. Oh, uh, of course. She's good. Well, she plays the villain in What a Girl Wants, too. Yeah, she just yeah. has that face. And she I mean, really in does. Ordeal by Innocence, she... she. Well, don't give it away. No, 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 no. Oh, um, I was going to say, is she the one who done it? Uh, No, it, in the first, like, five seconds, you find out she's the one who died. Like, the first five seconds oh. of the show. Oh, okay. Like, the, that's what the whole the whole idea in Ordeal by Innocence is. No, I was just that, saying, if she was the one who actually, who did the murder. Oh, no, 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 no. Tell me. No, she's dead. <laughs> okay. Um, no, it, Ordeal by Innocence is basically about, like, the matriarch of the family dies. Okay. And then it's like, who done it? Okay. Yeah. But no, she is a phenomenal actress. Yeah, she's great. And, like, I think there's, like... The classics just bring you to a different time. Like, and I and I think we, we talked about this before where it was like, you know, sometimes you have these historical fiction where these historical fiction, you know, novels where the person tries to uh, copy mm-hmm. uh, the, the way a, an author would write back in the day. Yeah. And it comes off as very rigid oh, yeah. and like not authentic. And very wordy. Right. Like yes, very wordy. Authors back in the day, they didn't, they they couldn't be wordy. I mean, they could. I mean, yeah. they could be wordy, but, but the they tr- were like hand freaking writing these things. Yes, exactly. So really, I think to an extent, they were like, nah, I need to choose my words wisely. Yeah, that's but true. like, but I think like you know, you'll have an author be like, uh, you know, and then she she reached her hand into the dollop of flowers. With her fingers feeling beneath the petals and, oh, and uh, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my God. I don't Move need to read. On. I don't need to read 10 paragraphs about how these flowers smelled. I don't. You know how quickly Louisa May Alcott would move on to the I next know. thought? Like, next paragraph, she yeah. was on the next thought. Yeah. Like, these, these authors are just phenomenal. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, that's that's one of the things I'm most excited about with these classics. Yeah, well, I think that I wish that obviously there were more weeks and we could talk about more authors. Um, but I think we picked kind of a good 
chunk of them, you know, the ABCs. Um, But one that I've been wanting to reread for a while is um, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah. And I know that we're focusing on women this this month, but I think I'd really love to do a reread of, like, The Great Gatsby. And um, oh, I've never read The Great, Great Gatsby. Can yeah, you believe that? Yeah, oh, my God. you got to read the, you got to read it. I, I mean, the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, it's all right. Yes. It's good. I like the soundtrack. But... <laughs> Still never seen that either. You've never even no. seen the movie? <laughs> oh, no. my God. Okay, well, it's pretty damn good. Is it? Um, the book is better, of course. Of course. Um, and I actually have, like, this really nice um, set of F. Scott Fitzgerald books that I got from the... Nice! These ones in the corner here. They have the gold on the side. Um, and one that I've been wanting to read is The Beautiful and the Damned. And oh, I haven't well. read it. It's been on my list forever. So maybe I'll sneak it in this month. And yeah. we don't have to talk about it now, but we can talk about it later. But just in the in the um, you know, vein of talking about classics, prioritizing classics, mm-hmm. um, it might be cool to read um an additional book. Well, you know what? I do think that we should actually choose another month because I have been wanting to read Great Expectations by Charles Dickens. Oh, good luck. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm not a Dickens classic no. person. No, it's hard. Oh, well, you know, talk I'm- about wordy. Really? Yeah. Okay, well then, you know what? This might not work out. Yeah. But I still really want to try. You could try. I, try. I really do try. like... Uh, so I've watched different iterations yeah. of, of Great Expectations. Yeah. And it's... Oh, my God. It's such a phenomenal story. It is. But, but yeah, I do understand. Like, I'm like... I'm, th- I might not make it through that. Dickens, <laughs> Dickens is on another realm. Is he? Yeah. Not uh, my author. Not, not my author. author at all. But I've tried. And yes. I've given up. But I will say, I do think we should, I think that if the female authors, the female classics are having their own month, maybe we should allow the male authors to have their Uh, own classics. Should we? No, I'm just kidding. Let's do it. Equality. (laughs) Uh, Well, one thing I wanted to talk about before we wrap up is children's classics. Um, We did consider giving a week to our favorite children's classics, Mm -hmm. Um, but I wanted um, to kind of briefly touch on Little Women mm-hmm. and Anne of Green Gables. Oh my god. Those were the two that like really defined my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. And Louisa May Alcott, I know you mentioned her before. Mm-hmm. Ellen Montgomery, another amazing author. I just feel like when you as a child you read these type of classics, it really does give you a better sense of imagination. Oh, for sure. You know, like Anne of Green Gables was just that character that like really made me use my imagination because that was her whole thing yeah you know and I I just love that and I love that about classics in general I just feel like the characters are better defined in classics yeah not just children's books but in (laughs) all of them you just get a better sense of the characters and who they are not that contemporary fiction doesn't do that because there are some solid books with great characters but I feel like there's just some there's a special place in my heart for for classics so I'll say this um and and I'm sure that someone out there can can relate uh my parents didn't really read to us really no um and they didn't I mean and I think also it might have been that when we were kids we weren't really much of we wouldn't really consider ourselves readers right um so like at least with me I read, I read like little books, you know, like yeah, yeah. in my parents, but my parents were really hard workers. They carried two jobs when right. I was younger, when I was in pretty 
pretty important years. So I didn't really get like read stories to go to sleep very often and stuff like that. And so I didn't grow up with those classics. So I think that actually this point in my life is, is really important. It's really nice because I'm actually able to choose the books that I want to read. And, and some of them I have to actually like take a step back and be like, I'm going to go back in time and right. choose this. Right. So actually, I just recently picked up uh, Little Women. Awesome. Yeah, uh, and yeah. so and so I think, but it's it sucks because then you hear people say like, oh, yeah, I read that back when I was this age right. or whatever. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, uh-huh, yeah. And then it's almost embarrassing for me to be like, no, I've never read it. But the truth is, like, I think that it was during a very formidable year that right. I should have been reading it or right. that I should have had it read to me mm-hmm. when I didn't. Right. Well, and to that point about Little Women, you know, I had read it when I was younger and I did a reread when the movie came out last yes. year. Mm-hmm. And it was so much more powerful as an adult. Yeah. It's not You know, and like, obviously, I like when I was younger, you know, spoiler alert, if you don't know already, Beth, Beth fucking dies. Okay. <laughs> And when I was younger, I was like, okay. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at that. That wasn't funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> when, like, Beth dies, and I'm like, okay, she dies. Like, I was, when I was younger, it didn't affect me very much. It's sad, but it's like, ah, uh, but I'll live. Right. But then, but she doesn't. And <laughs> when, You're so horrible. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, sorry. when it hurts you so bad that all you can do is joke about it. Oh I my mean, God. Louisa did us dirty by killing off Beth. It's fine. Whatever. But um, as an adult, I think it was more that, like, I appreciated my sister more, too. And so reading about sisters, it was much more powerful to me because I was more, like, connected with my sister at that point in my life than I was as a kid. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, mean, and if you think about it, like, when I was little and I'm watching – I mean, this is not – is kind of on topic, kind of not – when I was watching The Land Before Time, yeah. I was crying because right. his mom dies. Right. But then when I get older and I watch things, I watch things or read things like Little Women yeah. where the sister dies, I'm like, oh my God. Like, you know, because yeah. now at this point, I've had my sister in my life for 28 years. Right. And, and, you know, your mom or, you know, at least for me, my mom, I had such a close connection to when I was little. Right. And I just wanted to punch my sister in the face. Right. And she <laughs> would say the same thing. It's a different, it's a different dynamic when you're younger than when you're older. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is why I know I had mentioned The Nightingale a few months back yeah. um, for historical fiction. And yeah, that's when I read it. Obviously, I read it as an adult because that's when it came out. Yeah. It's, it's a new book. <laughs> but, um, you know, I read it and I was like immediately just wanted to like go cuddle with my sister. Oh, for sure, yeah. But like if I had read that when I was younger, I would have been like, eh, whatever. Oh, for sure. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it, um, also it's interesting because like when I read the book, The Girls in the Garden yeah, like last year. right. This earlier year. this year it was earlier, earlier in the year, year yeah. yeah earlier this year I I read the book and yeah. I just remember the part where Pip finds her sister yeah. and I just like my heart just dropped because in in my head I'm imagining yeah. myself as right. a young girl finding my sister in a state right. like that and I'm like I couldn't, couldn't I just handle couldn't it. handle it right so I think that I think that you know, if you are a mom or mm. if you are a mom, remember to, you know, read these classics to your kids yeah. so that they get used to them and so that they can grow up and remember these, like, kind of like yeah. with Lindsay, she read it when she was young, but yeah. then when she got older, she remembered it and she was like, I want to go back and reread it. And she reread it, she reread it. And it was, and it, it, I think that it was less intimidating for you to go and read it as an adult because you had already tackled it. It's nostalgic too. So it's that element of nostalgia 
with this element of almost discovering something new Mm -hmm. because you're coming at it from a new perspective as an adult. Oh, yeah. So I feel like it's a mixture of both. And I just, I love that. And so I'm, I'm really excited for this month. Me too. Let us know if you're going to read along with us. I know that it's kind of, it can be a little daunting to talk about classics Mm -hmm. and to like actually dig into them when there's so many contemporary books out there to read. Um, You know, all these books on the New York Times bestseller, you know, there's a lot of them, but we're talking about the classics. We're throwing it back. Um, So read along with us, read some Jane Austen, read some Bronte sisters, read some Agatha Christie. We're going to tackle them this month and we're really excited to discuss it with you. If there's any classic that is like super close to your heart, let us know. We want to hear about it. We'll most likely do another month on classics. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we will. We have to. I mean, we really have to. And uh, just remember, you guys, A, B, C, Austin, Bronte, Christie. That is all you have to remember for this month. All right. Tell us what you're reading. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And be sure to clear out that to be read. Hashtag clear out that to be read. Peace.